Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ken Dorsey scheduled to speak at 11 o'clock today. I believe we'll have that on the fan. Midday show press conference right there for him. I'm sure they're going to like that. Danny Cunningham in for tone today. The baby is apparently on his way. It's been a long pregnancy for him, Danny. I believe that. It's been a long pregnancy. I believe that. Are the cat? Well, go ahead. The thing he calls house arrest? I mean, he shouldn't call it house arrest because if you just keep saying it's house arrest, people are going to think you're really on house arrest. (laughs) Don't give him a reason to believe it. Yeah, I mean, you got to find a different word for it. I don't know. I had fun with my sons yesterday. I tried to tell him that, but he doesn't want to listen to any of that stuff. Uh, A little bit more on yesterday coming up at 720. I can't tell you, but I kind of want to tell you. All right, so are the Cavs better? Well, you can get back to the Browns coming up in a bit. Again, Ken Dorsey going to speak at 11 o'clock. Are the Cavs better without Darius Garland? 216-474-0092. Do you really believe that? Because Donovan Mitchell was asked that by Chris Fedor, Cleveland.com, and there's a couple of quotes here. Here we go with Darius Garland, or with Donovan Mitchell. One, this is the first quote on claims that the Cavs are better without Garland. Says, we won 51 games with Darius and Ev last year. We wouldn't be here without them. We need those guys. On Darius Garland himself, it'll take time for him to get readjusted, but I've never had a doubt about us playing together. Not at all. That's Donovan Mitchell's words. Cavs are again winners over the weekend. They continue to just beat the brakes off of everybody. They got a big one today at 7 o'clock against Sacramento, a team that's over 500, a team that's competing in the West. I think what bothers me is that we keep trying to do the addition by subtraction thing, and I I can't see it. I don't either. And it doesn't make sense that people would want to just get get rid of a really good player. Now, I understand if you want to maybe reallocate some assets to have a more traditional-looking team where you've got a, a really nice six-foot-eight wing, someone that can do some of the things that the Cavs miss. I get that. But to say that the Cavs aren't good with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell just isn't true. When those two share the floor, the Cavs outscore teams by nine points per 100 possessions. It's really good. Those two are really, really good together. Well, what makes the problem here is I I have to figure out what's different about this season than it was from last season. Because I think that some people who have done it and, and, and they've thought that they don't work together last year, I think they felt that they were proven last year with what happened in the Knicks series where they shared the basketball in game two. They won. We could talk about the Knicks effort in game two, but we don't have to do all that. And then they get beaten five games. And immediately it starts to send them off. I I think in a lot of ways we like to have these arguments and then we quiet down on them and we just hold off on it where 
the regular season, hey, hey man, if I'm beating San Antonio, San Antonio sucks. Mm-hmm. Detroit sucks. There's a lot of teams that are bad. Washington back-to-back, those are bad basketball teams here that are trying to build, but they're, they're not thinking about this year and maybe even next year. But I think like a game like tonight, even though it's a Western Conference team, so I don't know if it, if it has the same function to it, like if you were to lose to Sacramento tonight and both these guys are on the, on the floor, then I think a lot of people start to point and go, aha, because I'm still trying to find ways that this season's different from last season, Danny. And that, I think, is the one argument that people can make with me when it comes to Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell and maybe even Evan Mobley and about why he needs to shoot threes, that whole thing is that we need to be different from where we were last year or the same response is going to happen last year where we just get dimed out in the first round of the playoffs against a team that's tougher and maybe a little older. I think that this team is different in a couple of ways. I think that they're more mature than they were last year. I think that you've seen that in specifically, Ken. Last year, they finished under 500 in road games. They've got the best road record in basketball right now. That's That, to me, speaks to maturity. This team's grown up. And listen, the roster fundamentally is different now. They've got more guys that are shooters that have to be respected. I know, you know, I, I know Anthony doesn't like Max Struess as much as the Cavs certainly like Max Struess, but he's been incredibly helpful for this team. Sam Merrill's been incredible. I think they need to actually find him some more minutes. That might be one of the casualties to having Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell on the floor together is as often as they will is that someone like Sam Merrill might not play quite as much, and he's been a big part of the Cavs' success. But I think that when you talk about the additions that they've made, and I don't think Darius was totally healthy for a good chunk of this year. I think you started to see him find a groove, and then he fractured his jaw. I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but by the time March and April rolls around, I think this team's going to continue to look really good and look like much more of a playoff threat than well, they did last year. Well, then, to the fans, what stops them from the typical pit, pitfalls of what we are f- afraid about from last year? The the Knicks coming in and cleaning your clocks, or one of the other teams. Like, you have a team in Milwaukee, they just have Giannis. You have a team in Boston, they have Jason Tatum. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to to compete with teams like that. Philadelphia, without Joel Embiid, you know, we're talking. You know, th- this is a discussion we need to have here. But... I think a lot of people, if you go out and you lose to, I think the Pacers are a tough matchup, and I've only got to see a very limited number of Pacers games, but I think the Pacers would be a tough matchup. Maybe Tyrese Halliburton would be the best player on the floor at that point, but that's a that's an arguable point. But I think Indiana, Miami's always in the conversation. Right. And the Knicks, where I think people would be throwing panic fires out here if you were to lose to any of those teams. Like Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, full strength. These type of things happen. But any of those other teams we're talking about, what was this all about? And I think some people are saying, all right, I'm going to be quiet until it's time to get loud. And then I'm going to get doubly loud because I hear what you guys are saying. And I can't fight you on it right now, but eventually they will. But you do have to give the ch- the Cavs a chance to prove that they can go out and beat those teams. If they if they lose to the Knicks again in the first – if they re- lose in the first round, it will be a failure. And I don't think the Cavs viewed it like that last year. I think a lot of people in town viewed it as a, as a failure. I certainly thought that that playoff experience was a disaster for them. If they go out and they lose in the first round, unless somehow they end up with Milwaukee, if Milwaukee continues their slide, and they've got a very difficult schedule the rest of the way, that would really be the only excusable first-round loss. But if they face Miami, who does not look anything close to the Miami team that went to the finals last year, if they face Philadelphia, who they've never been healthy in a playoff run, if they lose again to New York, that's when it's going to get really, really loud. 
It's going to get loud surrounding Donovan. Yep. It's going to get loud surrounding this team. And I'll understand well, it, but you have to give them the chance to get there and prove it but, first. But that's the pressure on the season. If they if they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think I could look at you and give you a, a good, solid effort. Like, I want to hold on to Donovan Mitchell because I like Donovan Mitchell. All right? And it would make a lot of people feel a lot better if he were able to sign. I can't get to the summer already, so we've got to wait till the summer to be able to sign a deal. But I think a lot of people would like it if he, if he were to sign a deal. However, if they were to lose in a first or second round matchup, to one of these other teams that I think that people are not thinking about, I think it would go in the wrong direction. And I think that a lot of people would feel, what do we need then? Is any of this going to work? Then I think that it takes it takes guys where, I have a trade deadline coming up on Thursday, Danny, and I don't want to lose any of these guys. I mean, the four guys we talk about, Jarrett, Evan Mobley, Mitchell, Garland. I don't want to get rid of any of those guys. Yeah. Okay, so if I go into the rest of the season and I got those main four guys or a core four, if you will, if I use the core four and we get all the way down to the end of the season and then things go belly up, what are we doing now to get this window open and what type of pieces do we need to move? Because the stuff on Dar- Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell are going to start up all over again. Well, it's all going to depend on Donovan. If Donovan signs a contract extension this summer, I think it gives them the flexibility to start thinking about maybe moving one of those members of the core four. Jared Allen's value is at an all-time high right now. He's had the best year of his career. Is that because Evan Mobley hasn't been around? Is that because Jared Allen, some the light bulb just went off for him? I don't know. I can't speak to that because I haven't seen him and Evan Mobley play enough together this year, especially once Jared really turned it on. Yeah. Do you want to maybe move Darius Garland if Donovan Mitchell signs a contract extension? Not because they don't work, but because you need to make some sort of change because the status quo hasn't worked. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. Frank and Garfield Heights, you're first up on the fan. Good morning, guys. Morning. So I think the only thing that will at least change my perception of how the Cavs will do this season in, in the in the playoffs is um, Jerry Allen and Evan Mobley. I mean, I, not, my mind has not been changed watching, especially Jerry Allen this year with Mobley's um, uh, injury, but they're just soft. I'm sorry, they're still soft, especially Mobley. He's still. He's like, he reminds me of Giannis when Giannis was thin and frail and in his first couple years, I think it's like first two years. Um, he's got to put some muscle on. He's got to put some weight on. He's got to learn how to throw his body around. You know, I was at the charge game watching um, his brother yesterday, and his brother plays a lot tougher than he does. I just, those two, I haven't, I haven't noticed it in Jared Allen. I'm not going to say that he hasn't done it, but those two have to beef up. I do agree that Jared Allen's trade value is at an all-time high. I don't want to trade anybody. I'd rather keep this core together and let them learn how to play and lose together um, with their road uh, record as it is. I think that's possible, but I'd rather keep everybody together. I don't want to trade anybody. Um, but, yeah, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley got to get tougher. They got to get stronger. The toughness thing is going to Thank exist, you, and they prove it to the playoffs, right? Like, you can't prove toughness in the regular season. That's just not something well, they're going to be able my, to do. That was my real fight back. And they, Danny, I kind of want to acquiesce to you because I'm sitting there going, I don't know when they get a chance to prove that they're that they're not soft anymore. The thing they've proved to me, and it's a small-ish thing, but they are a much better rebounding team this year than they were last year. They were bottom third of the league as a rebounding team last year. And when you've got two seven-footers, or if you want to say Evan Mobley, six-foot-eleven, whatever, you get the point. But when you've got two guys like that, and you're 21st in rebounding in the NBA, that speaks to a problem somewhere else. This year, they're in the top 10. 
Well, that's the type of shift that they needed. Is that because of someone like Max Drews? Because they're a little bit bigger? Because they can play with George Yang? Because Tristan Thompson did some really good stuff before he was suspended for steroids? The answer, I think, is is could be taken a number of different ways. But the fact that they're a much better rebounding, like that's where they lost that series with the Knicks. It wasn't because they weren't good enough defensively. It's because they couldn't grab rebounds. They gave New York too many second chances. They couldn't create second chances of their own. And, That's where they lost. And it's where I can't, I, I want to fight back at what Frank says. But I think that that's maybe part of the national opinion of this team. Because I hear guys like Tim Bontemps. Uh, I, I hear you know Zach Lowe and a couple of other guys. I, Howard Beck has referenced it a couple of times here where how seriously do you take the Cavs at the end of the year? Because I asked you this before the show. I said, what's their strength of schedule? You said 20th through the rest of the year. They have the 20th strength of schedule here. Correct, yeah. So I think a lot of people who don't watch the Cavs every single night, they got to cover the whole league. And so when we go to these people to pick up on basketball after football season or whatever, these are – I'm not disrespecting any of these guys. Bontemps bothers me. But other than that, I'm not disrespecting any of these guys. When you go to them looking to reaffirm what's changing about the Cavs, and they're saying, not much, same problems – doesn't matter about the record. Paper Tiger things. I think that's going to be the most annoying thing here over the next couple of months before the postseason. It is, but you almost have to sit and just listen to it until they prove it in the playoffs. And it it stinks that there's not an opportunity to, to do it before then. But this is a really, really good team because they were a really good team last year. Won 51 games. Had home court in the playoffs. Maybe if they win 55, 56 games. If they're a better regular season team than they were last year, things will calm down a little bit. Maybe if they're in the two seed. As the calendar flips to April, we will hear more about the Cavs as a team. Okay, well, they should be in the second round because you should always beat a team that is in the play-in. And I understand two teams from the play-in made runs last year, but you should beat play-in teams as the two seed, especially if you're healthy. You should then have a real opportunity against a Milwaukee or a New York Knicks in that second round, that 2-3 matchup. Win that series, you won't hear anything about this Cavs team again. 216-474-0092. This, a question of skill or injury for one of the other major players in the city of Cleveland. And it's one of the few times of the year where I just kind of want to know what you did. What is that? I'll ask you next on The Fan. Now I'm in likes in 25 minutes. Danny Cunningham in for Tone Master General today and tomorrow. And then I, it's a hodgepodge of people over the next two weeks as Tone's baby's on the way. Meredith. Meredith, hello. Ken. Hey, Ken. How are you? I, I'm Okay. This is one of the weird things I'm ever going to ask anybody on the radio. What did you do over the weekend? What did you do yesterday? Yesterday? Yeah. I just want to know what you did. Nothing in like nothing extraordinary. Went to the gym, did some laundry, normal Sunday stuff. Okay. That's it? Pretty much, yeah. Why? What did you expect me to do yesterday? I don't know. I was just asking. Where are you going with this? Not, well, stay here for a second. Okay. Danny, what did you do yesterday? Ran some errands. Had to go get fitted for a tux for my sister's wedding. Had to... Sissy's getting married? She is, in April. Do you like the partner? Yeah. Yeah. I had to pick up a massage gun. Big pardon. I've had... I've been having back issues, man. Like, oh. I've been in the chiropractor for... Is it is it structural or is it is it uh, muscle? Muscle. Oh, okay. Um, never mind. I think I have some structural issues in the bottom, but it's been the muscle stuff that's mm. been acting up lately. So I had to run around and find a place that would allow me to buy a massage gun with an HSA. So I did that. And then I coach high school football, too, Ken, in the fall. You and coach high school football? Yeah. 
Where? Trinity High School. What? Whoa. Yeah. Did you know this, Owen? I had no All clue. Right. Continue. What were we going to continue? So myself, the offensive coordinator, and the offensive line coach, we met and went over some some stuff we'd like to see. In the, what we liked, what we didn't like from last year, starting to just look ahead a little bit. So that was my day yesterday. Okay. Went home, made dinner with my fiance Brittany. Then we watched Modern Family until we went to bed. Interesting. Owen, what'd you do yesterday? Gonna come up with something better than Danny. There but. ain't nothing. Danny had the best Sunday of us all. Yeah, Very no. Productive. I did uh nothing, the, and then I got stir crazy, and we went to the store. The reason I asked is this might be the only day of the year that you're actually interested. Oh yeah, Mitch, what'd you do yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you're gonna beat Danny, so you better come up with something good of what you did yesterday, buddy. No, I spent most of the day building furniture in my apartment. That's what you had to get off your chest for everybody there, huh? No, that was, I, I was just thinking it was kind of funny that you went around the room and then I'm in the other room. Yep. I, I had a sixth sense that your day yesterday sucked and I didn't want to bring it up. It's fun. Where did you get the furniture from? Uh, multiple, multiple places. <laughs> That's fun. It takes a long time to build by yourself. Yeah, it does. It does. I put together a desk. It took me two days. Swear to God, one time. It took me two long. days. Uh, the reason I ask, Meredith, because you're like, why are you asking me for? I'm just very this suspicious is, of this right now. This is the only day a year people care about what they did yesterday. People might not even care right now because there was no football yesterday. So there was not like people were like opening themselves up because for the first time in the f- five months, there's no football. So it's like, well, what'd you do yesterday? Well, I watched a game. What'd you do? Like, it's always like, it's always like that thing. Where everybody, if they're going to work right now, they always have something to talk about with the game yesterday. And it's it's small talk, but it's something to do. It passes the time. And yesterday is the first day where there was none of that. Well, there's the NHL All-Star this weekend. I did watch that, but that was this Saturday. This last weekend? Yeah, it was on Saturday. Though, okay. Sunday. Yeah, you are, you're a hockey person, but that's Saturday. I'm talking Sunday. Correct, right, yeah. So if you had asked me what I had done Saturday, it would have been sports-related. But yesterday, there was nothing. What did people do yesterday without football? I mean, I think some people watch the Pro Bowl. No, they do. Maybe. I refuse to believe people watch that stuff. No, I have a theory about that at 745, by the way, during Not Lima Likes. Can't wait. It's okay, going to be I, a hell I, of a time. I'm looking forward to that one. Because I was wondering, I didn't know if anyone, because uh, Eric over at uh, NCS asked me, he came over and he said, hey, are you talking about Baker and the Pro Bowl? And I was like, no, why? He's like, you won MVP. And I was like, okay. I had no idea. Did you mention that? No, Eric McElroy from No, the I meant. Door. Did you mention that in, a, in an update no, at all? No, I didn't. Not, I didn't. I didn't. I, know I had no idea. I didn't know he was. I, I didn't was, know he won it. I was a little consumed with Taylor Swift news yesterday, but I had no idea. Apparently, Baker won MVP of the Pro Bowl yesterday. I had no idea about any of that. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I had no clue. I was focused on Ken Dorsey speaking at eleven today and just uh, basically passing the time. I played a little. I tried to get uh, Jonah to learn baseball. This is going to be a rough, rough. Rough build with this young man. I don't know. I might just hand him a guitar and see if that takes. Because the baseball, I don't Were know. Were you if just it's like teaching go. him how to play catch or how to hit? E- you- everything. He's four years old, and I've put everything into Axel, and I forgot that I got well, two did other you kids. Heckle him or not? <laughs> What'd you say? Did you heckle him? No. Well, you got to. No, he's got to get ready. We're learning. It. We're learning. It, 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 this is this is my method of training. The T towards me, where you make a T with the baseball. And then you throw over and then bringing your leg with you so you can really throw it. He's starting to learn that. And that's uh, that's okay. And I gave him Axel's old T-ball bat. And I go, you carry this everywhere where you go. You're basically going to be sting until I tell you to carry something else around. That's how this is all going to work. And if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. But he's going to give it a good try. He's only four. So there, I got a whole year until he goes and plays T-ball next year. 
So that that's that, I mean again, that's everybody's day yesterday. There was nothing uh, 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 today is the only day anybody really had anything where I'm like what did people do yesterday without the game? Well, I mean after the Super Bowl next week you're going to have a few weeks like that where there's not going to be but I mean you, you might you'll, yeah, you might you have basketball but yeah. yeah, you're not going to have football yeah, for several but it's, weeks. It, it's like a couple of things here and there like you got the NBA All-Star stuff which I mean, that'll be a little bit more interesting then. But other than that, it's like, okay, you, but you get used to it. And then you start to look forward to other things. Like, I got racing, so I got that. Locked into spring training? That starts in, like, a month. I don't, I don't like the beginning of spring training because it's cold here and it's very spring, nice. You're, you're, just, you're just jealous of everyone in Arizona in the 90s. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But it's, it, it's like this faraway land that I just hear stories about. And then you see on TV every now and then. So that's all. Like training camp, you go to training camp, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there in Berea. Um, do the Cavs, do they even have open training camps for the Cavs? They don't no. have, okay. I was about to say, they don't have that. No, I don't think any NBA team does. I didn't think so either. But like baseball, it's always some faraway land that I always hear stories about where writers go for weeks at a time. Either in Florida or Arizona. E- either it. in Florida or Arizona. And there's people who make their pilgrimages. I'm like, man, I'm not going to spend a vacation going to watch Exhibition League baseball when I'm just going to go to a Guardians game here. I don't players need to go watch Exhibition League. Again? I'm sorry? Players that you'll never see ever again? Oh, n- exactly. Players that I'll never see again. Like, I'd rather do the fantasy camp thing. And you know how I feel about that. I'd rather do that than any of that stuff. It- it's just the first Sunday that you ever have without anything else going on. Well, what's the next other than, you know, you said you have racing. Other than that, what's the next sports thing you're looking forward to after the Super Bowl? The Daytona 500. Other and than then, racing. Oh. Masters, maybe? That's yeah, mid-March? Probably. And then you got March Mad. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's pretty shortly after that. Masters is mid-April. No, oh, uh, you, know what? Yeah. Okay. you know what? You know what? The Mac tournament is I something that's that. fun for me. I do love that. Yeah, we get that. And Akron's really good this they year. They are. There you go. <sighs> Well, you really fall off a cliff, don't you, after yeah. next Sunday? <laughs> well, and we've Holy had cow. we've had football to talk about every Sunday since Labor Day weekend until this morning. I, we only talked a little bit of it today. I I I had to give the update at six twenty about what Albert Breer said, and then everything else has been Cavs. Well, I'm, I, going- I'm just like a specific. There have been games to watch every single Sunday from yes. Labor Day weekend 
until last weekend. Yesterday was the, the day that it just stops. And then you get one more and you're done until August. Meredith, thank you very much for the help. You're a wonderful person. Thank you for the time. Say, 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 say goodbye. Bye, Ken. Thank okay. you for having me. Yes, ma'am. It just feels like I was like rushing you out of the room. Bye, Danny. She's got a lot of things she has to do. Demos and Shaker Heights, what would you do yesterday? Well, I agree with you that uh, this is kind of like a lull, but but this kind of uh, false uh, euphoria about the you know the Cavs and where they are. Well, wait a minute. I, Hold I, on, Demos. Yeah. I will get to your yeah. false euphoria. I want to know, damn it, what did Demos do yesterday? Oh, this I is went not to small talk. I went okay, to church. You went to church. I went to brunch. I, I futzed around the house. I think I taunted you a little bit on social media. Uh, I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't bad anyway, but. Uh, yeah, I took it easy. I enjoyed it. I saw the the Pro Bowl on the background of the TV for a little bit, and I was like, yeah, whatever. You the know. word of the Lord told you to hassle me on social media yesterday. Yes, that's right. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead with right. what you were going to say about the Cavs then, bud. Okay, so, look, I love how the Cavs are playing right now. Don't get me wrong. All right. But after last year, I am not flipping any switches until we win one playoff series. How about that? How about that putting a boundary on that? Because – this this is this say we go to second say boston has tatum gets hurt or something and we go to first in the east or something like that it, it just makes our fall greater if we lose in the first round so we don't flip the switch until we get past the first round well who's we you can you can flip your own switch whenever you cleveland. want you, no, 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 no 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 you don't no. make any rules the for the 90, rest of cleveland the i make the three. rules here demos <laughs> i think you i think you need popular support too <laughs> all right demos well, it, well, I can't do it. You for know, least, I love you. I know you do. Thank you very much for the call. I uh, and I love you too. Apparently, um, <laughs> I'm not going to flip a switch until Tone comes back, or unless he calls in and demands it. Then maybe we'll 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 change it. But over the next two weeks, if Tone's not here because of paternity leave, if he calls in from the maternity ward and says he's ready to flip the switch, we're flipping the switch. Yeah, and then if he's not here for another two weeks because of paternity suits, I mean, we'll figure it out. That's how it's going to go. So you had that game against Philadelphia circled on your calendar. Yes. That was the date you could flip that yes. switch. Yes. I'm guessing you've uncircled that. Because of the Joel Embiid injury, right. no. hell yes. The next And then I got I got Sacramento tonight. I can't flip a no. switch over a Western Conference nope. team. Nope. And if you wanted to, it would have been the Clippers. But you can't do it with Sacramento. Can the next mm. switch flippable game might be the Knicks in March. I mean, I can't You might have to wait till March 3rd. I'm not going to sit there and talk about it till March if that's the way. Like, well, I need you to know. Be excited they beat well, Washington in, and Detroit. In all seriousness, Danny, like I need to know what makes this season differ from other ones because I do think that there is a bit of a. Yesterday was yesterday, and there is a weird lull yesterday. Going, oh boy, this is what the rest of the winter and spring is going to be. Okay, better enjoy next Sunday. And you know how I feel about the Super Bowl in the first place. You might not. I'll have to tell I you don't. another point. Um. I think now that I have to figure out what makes this team different from last year. Because at the same time last year, a lot of people feeling the same way about them. They had surrendered a couple of big leads here and there. But I, I think now it's where what's different about this year where the stakes are higher, the expectations are higher. I, I think we'll do the same thing with the Browns. You know, I, again, It's a once-a-week deal, so we'll be excited about it. But what's going to be different? Where the, where the Guardians, if the Guardians have a good run here, then, hey, it's going to be technically in its infancy again with a lot of people. You got a new manager, different philosophy. You got some of the same players, but a lot of that's going to be different. I think there will be a new zest for the Guardians. But I think with the Cavs and obviously with the Browns here is that next year, I don't know if there's going to be as much exuberance over a stretch 
over the Cavs having a good stretch like they've had, where they were, what, a two-loss team in the entire month of January. Or the Browns, if they put together four in a row, you know, we'll talk about it, but then we have to go, all right, where do they stack up in terms of the Bills, in terms of the Chiefs, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's the same way at the Cavs. Demos isn't the only person. Anytime we start talking tough about the Cavs, immediately they start getting in and go, yeah, well, look at the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, look at the Celtics. Look at the look at the Bucks. And that's a good place to be because you should have those expectations for this team. Yeah, but, but I also it, want it, to enjoy it as much as I can. But I think people are tired of talking about the enjoyment conversation. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. You should enjoy it. Like this Brown season, and I understand that when Watson went out, the expectations totally changed. I get that. But those last five games with Joe Flacco were some of the most enjoyable games that I've ever had watching the Browns. This stretch of basketball for the Cavs has been super enjoyable in the same way last regular season was. I do think this team is more mature than last year's team was. I think that they are built structurally a little bit better for playoff basketball than last year's team was. Why is that? Why are they built structurally when it's almost... I I know they got Merrill and a couple other people knew, but... I think they have more shooting and I think they're a better rebounding team. And they've not sacrificed themselves defensively. They're still maybe not quite as good of a defensive team as they were last year, but they're really close to it. And when you add in the shooting, when you add in the rebounding that they've improved upon, those basketball-specific reasons give me confidence for them in the playoffs because those were the things last year that there was no space on the floor because the Knicks never respected Isaac Okoro. That's why you saw Danny Green go into the game. The bones of Danny Green played in playoff games because they needed somebody that New York would respect in a corner. They've got that now. And they also have the ability to rebound the basketball in a way that they just didn't last year. That's where New York beat them up. They were able to clog the paint because they didn't respect guys shooting the basketball other than Donovan and Darius, and they could rebound, out-rebound the Cavs whenever they wanted. 216-474-0092. I got to fill these guys in real quick. I got to I gotta fit this guy in real quick. Peter in Perrysburg. Yellow. Hey, good morning, Ken. Hi, uh, hi Peter. Uh, uh, it's guaranteed, guaranteed in, in February for you to get calls from Cavs fans talking about how we're not going to do anything until we win the first series or, oh, they're not going anywhere. Well, oh, that's an, and, and hold on, Peter. That's an overreaction because a couple of years ago when they went on a hot start, yeah, I might have made a bit of a mess myself because people were talking about whether this team was more enjoyable than the 2016 championship run team. That was a real conversation we had on the radio, Peter. So it's an overcorrection. Everything I don't watch the I don't watch the Cavs. I'm a fair weather Cavs fan. But I, every year around this time, you you guys start getting calls from people like like status of the Cavs. Here's my here's my dig on it. First of all, they only lost two games in January. I looked it up. They lost two games in January this year. Yeah. Second of all, last what a fourth seed. Yes, they lost in the first round. But the year before that, they were. You know, they missed the play-in. They, they lost in the play-in. The year before that, they had one of the worst records. Like, they, guys, it, it takes more than a year or two to build a team in the NBA. It has completely different than the NFL. And Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, well, Peter, you're, Peter you're, you're, about that. your phone's breaking up a little bit, and I thank you very much for the call. I want to say, sound but very we fair only have, I said, but we only have so much time with Donovan Mitchell. I go, why would I say that? I agree with the guy. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 8 o'clock, the dangerous one, Daryl Ryder, where this might be the worst thing you can call player or a team. And coming up next, America's stepmom was arrested last night. It's not Lima Likes. Next on The Fan. All right, Lima's not here, so we're going to do not Lima Likes. 
And whether or not he likes it or not, well, he ain't here to speak up for himself. So away we go. Not Lima, no likes. Just right? say no likes. Just Kenny, say Ken. Just say Kenny, Ken. no likes. There we go. America's stepmom, Lisa Ann, arrested at a Matt Rife show yesterday. I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Rife because he's a friend of mine. And I go to jail. Audio courtesy of Vivid Video. Uh, apparently, she was looking at her phone, which is a no-no. I didn't know you could like be sent to the hooskow over looking at your phone at a comedy show. I didn't know that. Then apparently they said she had a purse that wasn't hers, which was her purse. So they accused her of stealing, Some, too? Somebody pointed out that they drug her out of there looking like Stone Cold Steve so Austin funny. in 98, which was it's actually a pretty... When you see the video, which, by the way, when you when you see Lisa Ann trending, you're going to find some other things on, on Twitter about it. But you see the video, it's pretty close, Danny. It, it looks just like that. I hadn't seen this video until... When you brought it up, so I went and looked, and I saw the tweet that you reposted. It's spot on, man. <laughs> like she, it, it looks like it's out of a movie scene. Yeah, it, it's the the stereotypical someone's getting arrested in a movie. That is exactly what this looks like. It's absolutely true. Kenny likes. First off, freely saying. Second of all, yes. Go ahead, Owen. Kenny likes. I think she's free. Dan Orlovsky scoring better in accuracy than anyone who was actually in the Pro Bowl games yesterday. They did like the, because it's all the games, right? So I only saw a little bit of this. He had better accuracy, scored better in accuracy, sitting behind a desk every day than what any of the quarterbacks had on the score of the accuracy competition. Can he know like? The rest of the Pro Bowl games. Uh, did you watch any of this? Not a second of it. What quarterbacks were there for this? To I, I know Baker Mayfield obviously won the offensive MVP. We went over that. What other quarterbacks played? Because does everyone uh, still bail on CJ this? CJ Stroud was there. CJ Stroud, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavaloa. He had a better score than all. Tua had a 16. Dan Orlovsky had a 27. If we're at the point where Gardner Minshew's at a Pro Bowl games, I think it's time to just pack it up and go home. I saw the, I, I, I saw the crowd. This is in Orlando, right? I could believe they, so, yes. Could they paper the seats? Because it kind of looked like an old TA, TNA wrestling show, like... <laughs> Hey, you might want to keep the hard cam on one because there are a couple of places. I, it didn't seem like there were a lot of places to sit. It might have been that way on purpose. What's the appeal of going to that? Oh, you get to see professional athletes. I mean, probably free tickets. Yeah, that that would have to be it. Like, did they sell? Did, I don't think they sell tickets to like TV shows there. Like, couldn't you just get well, it? It's not there? the '90s yeah. anymore. Yeah. But yeah, Universal Studios. You would just be walking around the park. We got to go to one when I was there in the 90s. They just were like, hey, come in. But you also have to sit there for eight-hour yeah. taping of oh, a 30-minute show. And like act like you're interested. Yeah, it sucks. Kenny likes. Uh, I lied about one thing about the Pro Bowl games. I did like Jeremiah Wusukoromo struggling at golf the way I do. You're not a good golfer? I'm a horrible golfer to the point where I've basically given the game up. Oh, I, w- I want to play golf with you. I've been playing golf for 23 years, and I can't, can't do it. Really? Yeah. I only, I didn't play that much last year, really over the last couple of years, because, you know, the kids and stuff like that, when they're small, you, man, you just don't have a lot of time. So I haven't played as much as I did, but uh, I'm, I'm terrible, and it seems that Jeremiah Usukoromo might not be very good at golf either. I'd like to go golfing with both of you. And he likes... Complaining about the old Pro Bowl. I want to see what the ratings got for the Pro Bowl games versus the old Pro Bowl, because I think a lot of people watched just so they had something they could complain about. 
Yesterday like they watched? Yeah, when we were talking about, I want to see whether or not people were really watching the old Pro Bowl. Like there were, I think they would say that there were 4 million viewers. And Lima would always come in and say, that can't be real. Those numbers have to be juiced some way, somehow. And I think that a lot of people watched it because they wanted something they could complain about in the office the next day. Like when I did the small talk thing at 720 with you guys, like, I think a lot of people came and go, did you see the pro ball yesterday? What a terrible display. Like, complaining about pro athletes is a great thing that a lot of people do in their normal Love it. lives. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. Though. Like, that, is, yes. I, that is one of the foundational things in this country, Ken. It's complaining about pro athletes. Yes. Then they know likes. I didn't know what Duke beer was. I was in my neighbor's basement. Does that have anything to do with Duke mayonnaise? No. I, do, I, it, okay. I was in my neighbor's basement yesterday, or on Saturday. For a minute. And he has a bar. In his basement, and one of the there was a display of like old stuff, and there was an, a Cleveland Indian sign, and it like said like presented by Duke Beer, and I'm looking at it going, well, I really like history. I ain't never heard of Duke Beer in my life, and there were people like I put it on Facebook, and there were playing people go, oh yeah, Duke Beer back in the day, yeah, oh yeah, that's not like you remember was it a Cleveland beer, Pittsburgh. Apparently, yes. Danny, do you know about Duke Beer? No, I had never heard of it until now. I just, I'm on the Wikipedia page. Is it still available? Or is it it a bygone thing? It says it's, it restarted in 2008 and still around. Duquesne Pilsner. Yeah, Duquesne. Okay, so I'm going to have to try some, apparently. I think that's your only option now. Is it better than IC? It's got to be better than IC Light. Okay, I... I'm not saying this just because it's a Pittsburgh thing. Like, No, I do not have a taste for the IC, man. Or IC light, for that matter. Kenny likes. Northern Exposure. That show I found it on Amazon over the last couple of weeks. You know what? The show from 25 years ago? Yep. From the early 90s. I go, oh my gosh, because there was always a thing. I'm like, I'm going to watch that show. I always heard great things about that show back in the day. And it was never like streaming. And they put it on Amazon. I go, well, no better time than the present. And I've been watching a little bit of Northern Exposure. Never and heard I go, of this show. This is, there's a reason why people like that show. It w- went apparently about six seasons. Uh, they're hour-long episodes, though. And it's it's a li- it's like a half drama, a little bit of comedy, but it's like, it's whatever. It's a nice show. I don't know how long I'll stick with it, but I, I like it. Didn't Lisa Ann have a video called Northern Exposure? There was a was place. Southern Exposure. There was a, no, that was a place around here. Actually, no, I think that's off the highway. Southern Exposure, right? I don't know. They took down the Lido Lounge sign now. So. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> hey, yeah, by the way, yeah. <laughs> Kenny, no likes. Someone's got to find where that Lido Lounge is go- sign is going because that is Cleveland history. If we got, you got the big old light up Chief Wahoo over right. there at the Western Reserve Historical yep. Society. That truck better be going over there to the Historical Society. What else would you do with that put sign? It, put it right by the Euclid Beach Carousel. Yes. <laughs> Part of history, Just put man. me in a rocket car and we'll drive by and look at it. Kenny, no likes. Owen oh, being stuck in the elevator. Thanks. How long was that? Five minutes this morning? Yeah, it was either five minutes or an eternity. I don't know. It that felt is a, like both. That is a harrowing tale. Wasn't happy. Did you still not call anybody over it? No, I'm busy. I had to yell at you about audio. <laughs> It worked. It worked. Kenny likes. NASCAR is back. Kenny no likes. The whole L.A. Coliseum thing. I'm over it. Been three years. That's it. Didn't look like it was very well attended. 
I'm over it. Did they, they race around TV? in the no, LA Coliseum? Yeah, how, Danny. how small is that track? It has to be tiny. It's about a Coliseum size. I thought it was like five eighths of a mile. What's the smallest? No, it can't even be five eighths. What's oh. the smallest track on the circuit? Maybe a third of an eighth. Uh, smallest track is Martinsville. Wait, slash third of an eighth. Slash Bristol. There's like three eight miles. What? Three eighths of a mile. Three eighths of a mile. A yes. Third of an eighth of a mile. A three eighths mile <laughs> dirt track, like good speedway in right. Deerfield, is a three eighths mile. Well, you got to think a normal football field, which last I checked, when we do our measurements, you play on the same size field no matter where you are, no matter what gym you're in. But the track that goes around every high school football field is only a quarter mile track. Oh yeah. So maybe it's a quarter mile. That makes I sense. Gotta, I got to find this out. Yeah, it's probably a quarter mile. Well, with banking. Yeah. Of course, bump drafts. It just seems to be like you're really pouring asphalt in there and then tearing it up, putting the grass there. Yeah, you got to put the restrictor plate in. All that stuff. I'm just, all right, I'm done. Put the bush clash where it's supposed to be. Put it at Daytona. Make it the old style. Ricky Rudd style. Well, you wrecked in it, but either way. Him Richmond. It says it's a quarter mile course. Owen, congratulations on all your success. And that is not Lima Likes. For Monday, February 5th. Coming up a little bit later on, why are you upset? They're only going to give you what you always wanted. I think you might be a little bit nervous about actually getting what you want. Coming up next, the dangerous one, Daryl Ryder, where it might be the worst thing you can call a team or a player. Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.